What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haber Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Untuckit.com, promo code HAM, and simplysafe.com slash HAM. Now to the segment. It has the potential to be a pretty polarizing quarterback combine, even though guys aren't throwing. But what's interesting is everybody's got a pretty big question about them, and two of them are not, are they good quarterbacks, right? Like, the two biggest questions about Tua and Herbert, I, I guess you could argue the Herbert question is, is he a great quarterback? Tua, people, it's clear he's a great college quarterback, but there's just, people really want to do the interviews with Herbert, whether you call that the number one question or not. People just want to see Tua, I would imagine, in person. Yeah. I mean, he's had, wouldn't you say he's got one of the bigger major injuries a quarterback's had in the last recent memory coming into a draft that was viewed as a top five pick? Huge. Yeah, okay, he broke his hip. Yeah. I mean, it's, and beyond it's that, unheard of. And, and Almondo Salguero wrote this, and there was like, there's like quotes from, uh, what's his name, the Dolphins owner, um, the Michigan man. Jeffrey Ross. Uh, Jeffrey, J- yeah, uh, Stephen Ross. Stephen Ross. Yeah, Jeffrey Ross, the yeah. roast master. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who, he roasted, uh, uh, the NBA on the TNT guys pretty good the other night. I have to check that out. Kill just annihilated Kenny Smith. He said Kenny Smith would be the name that the fake name that Charles Barkley gives the police when he gets pulled over. <laughs> I don't even know what that means other than it's just funny. Um, That's a pretty good one. But even he's been on the record as saying, "Yeah, you know, it's not just the hip. Like Tua's just been hurt a lot, and it's true. He has just been hurt. Like there is a concern about whether he stays healthy in the NFL." So, uh, I, I, I don't know. Is there going to be a story like, you know, three? I talked to three evaluators who think Joe Burrow's overrated. I don't know if that story's coming, but there's just a lot of possibilities with these three guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Tua injury is just, it's really one of the great unknowns for teams, fans. Like, I don't think anyone feels that confident talking about it, right? Remember when Gurley came out with the ACL and people were like, well, it's just an ACL, he'll be fine. And then he went 10. Now, it ended up coming back to bite him in the ass because he's got arthritis, but it was just ACLs, broken arms, shit like that. The number one thing you're talking about in a draft meeting, once you get a guy that's really good, like Tua, now he would be a little polarizing because he's a little smaller, are just injuries. They, they just come up, and they're just talked about all the time. 
I think Burrow is Burrow's another just polarizing conversation. He was a one-year wonder. And then Herbert, there are some parallels with Mariota and just the personality. Now, did Mariota fail with the Titans because of his personality or because of his talent? Talent. So th- that usually gets overlooked. I do, though, believe... I've been thinking a lot about this guy. Hmm. Is there a chance he went to the Senior Bowl, Senior Bowl MVP, and all the GMs are there, and he's just throwing BBs and just 100-mile-an-hour fastballs? He goes to the Combine. Let's say he just he's come out of his shell a little bit. He interviews well, throwing BBs, 100-mile-an-hour fastballs. When he walks in the room, he's enormous. So when, when you know, I'm trying to think of the coach's name, uh, Flores, uh, Brian, uh, Zach, Zach Taylor, what other teams are we looking at here? And uh, Anthony Lynn, when they meet this guy, he's going to look the part. Is it crazy to think when Matt all Patricia? the dust settles? Yeah. That, I, but hear, hear me out. He goes number one overall? Well, it's not crazy if they like him and Burrow's talking. Like, Burrow's already saying things like, "I not already, it's taken a while for him to get to this point. But he said, I've got leverage. They have their process and I have mine. We haven't even got to the combine yet. There's a lot of things that have to happen leading up to the draft, and a lot of information gathered. I think a lot's changed since like those guys pulled that shit though, even 15 years ago, or when Eli did. Not, I'm not even talking well, Elway. I'm talking like 17, 16 no, years I don't, ago. I don't think so. I mean, I think the only thing that makes this unique is that the Bengals have proven, like you pointed out a while ago when we talked about this with Carson Palmer, they will just let a guy rot at home. So that, I, what do you think has changed? But I'm saying... By the way, goes, I just I, I just read that bro quote to say like, hey, I'm not positive that I'm going to just let the Bengals draft me. Sorry, go ahead. I, I guess my point is that when they let Carson Palmer ride at home, he'd already played a lot for him. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was kind of a personal relationship that had gone sour. Where when a guy goes, I refuse to play for you, it's easy to kind of double down. And if you look back at the Eli Roethlisberger Rivers draft that I think if you were the Chargers, you're like, well, there's all these other options. Kind of like here, you're like, we can get Herbert if Herbert will play for us. Maybe we think Herbert's better, right? What if we think in our situation, in a, in a cold weather, Cincinnati gets cold in November, December, the Ravens freezing cold, the Browns freezing cold, Steelers freezing cold, no domes. So you are playing, what would you, I bet if we did a study the last 20 years on average past November, what are they playing out of the eight, you know, second half, of the games, five to six of them are in cold weather. You know, three or four at home and then a couple divisional games. Mm-hmm. But you're just playing outside. So you go, you know what? We If it's close to being equal, let's fuck the headache and let's just take the other guy. That That's where I do think it could work to Herbert's, excuse me, Burrow's advantage if he doesn't want to go there. Then I don't think Mike Brown has to get into this pissing contest with him where he can just take the other guy and make a smoother transition and not even let it take off. So they, couldn't they just go, if, if, if Burrow draws a line in the sand, which I, I think is a possibility, that you eventually turn it into in like the next three weeks, like we're going to take Herbert anyway. And then it kind of goes away. Um, not goes away, but... So if would, I were him, would, I would really consider doing it. But I'd be surprised if we get to a point where the Bengals are voluntarily not taking him. Because at the end of the day, his college year, John, is so absurdly superior, not just to Herbert's, but to everybody else's at the highest level. I mean, when does a guy that people view as a prospect, like with the physical traits, 
lead a blue chip program to incredible success and his numbers are eye popping and people instead choose a guy who is a little more physically gifted, but had way less success by every measure. Still had a pretty success. I won the Rose Bowl and no, kind of yeah, single-handedly no did it. No doubt. <laughs> running, running. No doubt. It's not even about... Running, yeah. Well, his receiver Burrow's sucks. Num- yeah. No, look, we could pick apart. Burrow's got, like, superstar receivers everywhere. You this, could pick this it is apart. Draft room talk. This is draft room talk, guy. But what I would say, no doubt, because the context matters more than just the raw numbers. Numbers can be inflated. Uh, uh, all that shit. But, John, his numbers uh, are so much bigger. I think physical characteristics, though. Let's just start talk arm strength. Okay. And let's put it in the... Uh, in the realm of pitchers. So I think if you're listening, you can kind of like, if Joe Burrow was a pitcher, what would he throw? Uh, 91. Okay. If Herbert was a pitcher, what would he throw? Well, he was a pitcher, uh, but he would throw like 98. I'd say that's like, obviously big I difference. think Burrow's a good athlete. Yeah. Do you, I'd agree, say that's do you pretty, agree with those numbers? That's fucking massive. Yeah. I think the it's that, like it's a, uh, there's a gap, <laughs> you know, like 97 to 92. It's, it's, it's way different. For sure. But, I, but wouldn't you say, too, like Herbert, uh, excuse me, Burrow, it's not 91 in high school, and we're not quite sure how it translates. Like, we watched him throw 91 against, like, other big leaguers in the Cape and was dominating well, them. If you're the SEC school and you're, and you're pounding the table to Mike Brown, like, we got to have this guy. My counter, if I'm the West Coast guy, is – Definitely for both these guys, but if it's just between, I'd say if they were going to choose, it would be Herbert and uh, and and Burrow. Not and Tua wouldn't be in their conversation just because he also factors in lesser of an arm guy, more accuracy, and he's injured. I think it would be easier for them to put those two guys in a box. It would go well. He's played with Jefferson, which is probably going to be a top thirty-two pick. Chase, who everyone in the league says. On his worst days, better than Jefferson. Like get, that Chase kid is going to be a top ten pick next year. Randy Moss's random kid that I didn't even know existed until this year. The tight end. Yeah, it's going to go in the mid rounds. His running back's a third round pick. Is he a tight end or is he just a big receiver? Yeah, he's kind of like a hybrid. I, I think he's considered a tight end, but I, I don't know if he has. Hell, he might. He might be one of those. Like, how did Randy Moss's kid not get drafted? Because it's like, what is his position? But. That's the argument, like all these NFL guys. And same, and same with Tua, where it's like Herbert, that's what kind of makes his 32-6 and six and winning the Rose Bowl. Like, how many NFL skill guys is he playing with, guy? Running backs, none. Why, you know, I don't know the wide receivers, but everyone that kept tweeting none, about him didn't yeah. act like he's not playing with no. any. Like, it's actually pretty impressive. I, I, I think there was just an argument. And I, I'm not the biggest Herbert guy. He grew on me as the season went on. But I think there are going to be some people like this is how the NFL works is the physical traits. Like he throws 98 guy. He's fucking six, five. He can run like a gazelle, high character, straight A student. His he's come out of a shell. He's more assertive. It's like, is, is this guy only scratching the surface? Right. Which like, how does Joe Burrow ever do that again? He never does. I, I agree. It's, I just think, I, I guess I, the- I think her, I think Herbert is going to be one of those. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he ends up going number one overall. I'm not saying I think that's going to happen, but I, I just think the curveball of Burrow going, I'm not coming there, and them maybe really liking this guy, I think he blew people away at the Senior Bowl when they actually got to see him live. You, so, you, look, you've been in the scouting meetings. The whole argument I gave you on Burrow was not – you said you're in the scouting room. 
That argument, I'm guessing, you tell me, the argument about his numbers isn't really a big part of the argument once you get into the draft debate. To me, that what that represents, though, is are you, you're going out on a pretty big limb from a public perception standpoint. Are the Bengals willing to take that level of a risk? Because if you draft Burrow and it fails, I don't know that you're really getting that much blame. Like People at least would understand why you did it. You draft Herbert and Burrow becomes... The bet by far the best quarterback of the two, that's going to go down as an all-time draft mistake. Give you give you another curveball. Now Burrow's better than Andy Dalton, so don't. I'm not trying to compare the two, but they just had experience with really good teams with a quarterback who was physically somewhat limited, and they go, God, if we would have had the Carson Palmer type guy with these teams, maybe we would have been to some championship games, right? That I I just they have experience with a guy. And they, they've also had experience with guys telling them kind of like trying to dictate their terms. And like you said, they are weird enough to be like, screw you. I, I just wonder if it's an easy one to avoid it if if in their draft room it's close. But he, I agree with you. Like the Just touchdowns don't mean anything because forever the air raid guys always had these big numbers. I would say, though, his touchdown passes are like on the run, 40-yard bombs hitting guys in stride. They, they look pretty sweet, right, a lot of them. Right. Like you could do a cut-up tape on Joe Burrow. You know, 30 of those 60 are not quick-screen touchdowns. Like, he's throwing beautiful passes. He's a, he's a big-time prospect. I mean, I'm not trying to diminish him at all. He's, he, could, he should probably go one, just because in this year alone. I, I just think that Herbert does have some unique traits, and I think we see often in basketball, football, and baseball, if you go, well, this guy's coming from a blue-chip program, he physically is the most superior of the three. He checks a lot of boxes. Like he's won, he's produced with not as much talent. I, I do. I, my point is, I think you could talk yourself into there. I actually think that it kind of might start snowballing that way. That's just a prediction I have. No one's even told me that. I, I just and I've never been the biggest Herbert guy. I could just, I, I just know this shit. It happened with Josh Allen to a lesser extent, and he wasn't anywhere near. The, the the product at this same point that this guy is. If Herbert. If Josh Allen Herbert. had been Herbert if yeah. Josh Allen had, had Herbert's tape, does he go number one overall to Dorsey? Probably, right? If Josh Allen had Herbert's tape. Uh guy's guy throwing dimes, winning Rose Bowls. Yeah, I mean, but I do think part of Herbert's tape is an inconsistency throwing the football, John. That's part of that's where I with Burrow, it's like that is well, not that, part of that his guy, tape. That, well, that guy went seven. My, that's my point. That guy went seven, no, and his tape was an abomination. It was. But I'm just saying, like, there is, to me, a difference in the tape between Burrow and Herbert when it comes to throwing the ball consistently. I, I think the one it's thing— not like, casu- It's not like Herbert was j- simply just less productive. I think the casual person puts in a lot of stock— into numbers and winning where I think teams put more stock into the vacuum of the talents and the, and the, how it translates in, in all three sports, but like Ben Simmons, do you know who didn't give a shit about him not making the tournament or winning any games at LSU? The entire NBA. Now you're right. If there had been another Ben Simmons at LSU, they just would have taken that guy. It's just because it's easier. Like you said, public perception, no one red flags you. If you take Burrow, it's like, of course, <laughs> right? The, the Herbert thing would be, it's safe to say, pretty controversial or just very bold? Uh, you no, know, it would be controversial and bold. But it's not like Burrow's going to fall. He'd go, two, he'd go two or three. It would create, yeah. 
Well, then if you're the, what high. if you're the Lions, you go, whoa. If you had to guess right now, do three quarterbacks go in the top five? Uh, yeah. Percent chance they go one, two, three. Uh, that means Chase Young goes fourth. I think somebody's going to look at Chase Young and go, you know, we could trade back and not get Chase Young, but getting Chase Young is like getting Nick Bosa, and that's not worth trading back for. So I don't think they go one, two, three. Because I think that in the last three or four years, there's Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, Miles Garrett, when you go, well, if we can get that, didn't we just stay here and get that instead of overthinking it? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that better than overthinking it and missing? Yes. Just Let's just, yeah, you're right. I, okay, fair question. Though. How about this? Hmm. Three guys go in the top four. These guys are going to go really high. I think. I I, can't, I I don't think the Chargers are going to be able to get one of the three of them at six. I I, I, feel I agree with you that. there. Like I think they would have to move uh, up uh, unless unless like some stories come out that like Tua has a hip and a heart murmur. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. There's always a heart murmur guy. There, right? there is. There is. <laughs> It's true. It's like, oh my God, this guy's got a heart murmur. He had to leave the combine. You're like, what? And then it's like, takes a couple days, rap sheets. Like, there's a lot of inconsistencies. We don't quite know what's going on. His doctors are and, saying it's nothing. It's indigestion. And then, yeah. And then his agent in two weeks will be like, he was dehydrated. Yeah. They didn't feed him. He's a 300 pound man. <laughs> and then he's going to have a, you know, a 13 year career. And the, and like the Eagles get him at 20 because he had a heart murmur. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 